a vast landscape full of adventurers. You are now listening to the world of Chaotic Amateurs. Welcome to Chaotic Amateurs, the internet's number one D&D 5e play podcast. I'm your host, DM Alex. With me, I have... Dashes, Thrakus. Bentley Michaels is Refurian Nightmeadow. Red is Arthur. Caleb is Scory Telbrun. And Milo is Ball. And last we left our adventurers, they had just defeated the uh, wizard of the Tower of Chaos and found that Florian was a little easier to talk to. Hmm. Let the adventure begin. Oh, shit. We're all having problems this week, huh? <laughs> so, last you guys left off, you're at the top floor of the Tower of Chaos. Let me go ahead and move you over there on roll 20. The skull that had been left by the wizard in charge of defense you resurrected with the pool above and right. was able to talk with them for a while. He mentioned that there was something else lower in the tower that was still alive. Something that still needed killed. That's right. Um, but you're at the top of this uh, tower. It seems that there's no threats at the moment. What are you guys doing? You've got the crystals that well, pull we were going to make our way down the there. Ethereal. Right? What's I thought What's we decided to like make our way down there. I, I want to check out the bedroom first and oh, that that's storage right. room that uh, Scory and uh, Arthur and I were in. The boudoir. Sounds good. So, uh, do you guys want to touch the crystal real quick and then we'll gallivant on back? All right. Yes. Uh, here I go. <laughs> All right. You touch the crystal that you know pulls you into the ethereal goes black and white. You're now in- entered into the ethereal. The pane of glass is gone, uh, and you quickly make your way to the western hall where you where you can find that path that leads down. Um, you all kind of make your way into the, the hallway where the uh, trio had fought some of the uh, defense uh, the, those stone golem insect things. You still see one of them in the corner uh, in a heap. Scory uh, did the classic Scooby Doo trip the trip the skeleton. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, Ball, you were saying you wanted to check out which specifically? We've got kind of this this first uh, the first first room that you see has got some notebooks <clears throat> on it and the stairwell that leads down. And you know if you kind of continue further, there is that windowed one way glass that peers into the main chamber, and then beyond that is like a bed chambers. Yeah, I wanted to search the bed chambers first. Okay. And I'm going to go ahead and burn my enhance ability uh, for the owl or whatever for intelligence. So I can search that. All right. It's transmog, so I also give it to Scory. Scory? All right. The least intelligent one here. (laughs) Well, he's my research buddy. Yeah. (laughs) So you guys are going to go ahead and search that room? Yes, sir. Okay, so you take some time to do that. We'll put ball... And Scory over there. 
And Scory, if you could if you could give uh, guidance, I have to concentrate on this uh, uh, this Ab- ability. Absolutely, and I do so. Uh, the rest of you guys, what are what are you doing? There's uh, another little chamber there. There's also two stairwells that lead down, and then that one way glass as well. I was kind of interested in this stairway. Okay. Um, yeah, just because it seems like the likeliest way to get to that chamber that uh, Florian Flo was telling us about. Okay. So yeah, you'll you can, I'll have you kind of investigate that that as well. Um, Riff and Wolf, anything specific you guys want to be doing during this time? Mr. Wolf? Uh, I take a poop in the corner. Okay. <laughs> sounds, like a, sounds like a plan. I mean, it's been a while. I don't think you've uh, said that you pooped this entire yeah, campaign. No, well, so. Yeah, no one has actually ever mentioned when they take a potty break. So He's, he's, he's officially... To poop, so we talked about keeping dead. your scat fetish out of this game. Okay, that was <laughs> no, like a session zero. No, this agreement. is safe zone. If no, you, if you're wanting to do this kind of thank stuff, thank you, you know, Alex. We don't shame we got here corners for a reason. Thrakis is gonna <laughs> drop a giant Goliath dookie, right? And the rest of us are wears, going to applaud. <laughs> he wears a loincloth, but no underwear underneath. So I just yeah, imagine he's he just, access. He's like so a you, horse. You walking see me, down the street you see me standing in the corner, and I'm just very still. And you're like, What are you doing? And then <laughs> I was gonna say Alex makes these uh, dead ends in the map for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna chill out. I mean, there's nothing I really want to look at. Uh, I'm just eager to go down the stairs. Yeah, all right, perfect. Uh, Arthur, just give me a, a general perception check as you're just kind of looking around, kind of listening down these the stairwell there. Uh, whoops, I screwed Sla- up. Slash first there. Thank you. Plus uh, minus one, <laughs> so thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you're kind of listening in. Um, you don't hear much from the hall. Maybe, maybe the sounds of some like dripping, but that's about it. Uh, looking around this little chamber, you see just some notebooks. You you flip through, and they're all empty. There's just nothing in them. Um, so yeah, you spent some time there. Uh, going over to Ball and Scory. Go ahead and give me that investigation check. Uh, with advantage, I rolled a 7, but that's going to be a 17 because I'm awesome. And you gave me advantage too, right? That was the... I did, yes. Yeah. Uh, 15. Hey! 15. All right. So you guys start kind of going through this room. There's, it looks like uh, this was a bed chamber for two people. Ooh. There's two beds and two kind of specific living areas, uh, but a shared common space here. Uh, there Hello's are lady friend. Yeah, that's right. Um, there's a desk, and you do find a logbook that details the uh, Usama troop positions. We encountered something similar to that. Something similar, yeah. yeah. Um, this this also has a correspondence to the mage's tower, their their tower proper. Uh, you kind of have figured out that this was a, a place for them to spy on the the army magically, and so there's a there's some correspondence um, to and from the the mage's tower, just relaying troop movements. Was it the scrying stone thing that, like, we... I mean, I know that could see above us, or was it, it was it the water that where we could see all the stuff? 
the water kind of acted as a scrying um, stone, and you could see anything uh, in the wastes. It, it, right. it appeared uh, pushing beyond that. You and the like the sphere glimpses. downstairs was just like top down from the tower, right? That's where that's where it was. Yeah. Okay. Um, and in whatever you touch that one, there was some sort of electrical feedback that gotcha, made gotcha. using it a little complicated. I'll go uh, ahead and read that uh, correspondence and see if there's anything of use in it. Yeah, g- going through it, you, you, it looks like it's the information gathered here distilled for the mages and sent off to them. Uh, and it looks like it's it's written as 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 a, a logbook, um, as a message and a response. The response is written in there as well. You take it that most likely there's there's some sort of magic at play where what's written in this book is written in a corresponding book somewhere else. Nice. Looking over Ooh. Ball's shoulder, can I? Are there any names? Like, is it explicit on who it's to and who it's coming from? They don't use any any actual names. No, no. identifying. No, just just from the divination tower to the mage's tower. All right, I'm going to pull out my forgery kit. All right, now we're talking. Uh, you you. Are, you, you find that kind of on the desk, but looking around a little more, um, there's a like a artificer's table is what I'd call it. Um, a place where a lot of different tools and tinkering devices are. Um, and looking through and opening a few drawers, you notice that there's some sort of like replacement parts for armor that that this has been used for. Any heads or... <laughs> No, it doesn't look like any sort of Warforged armor. Darn. Uh, it appears to be something a person would wear. And spending a little bit of, bit of time with it, uh, you realize that this is very similar to what Julia wore, her kind of odd arcane armor she wore. Awesome. Okay, I'll go ahead and pick up that stuff uh, and just see if I can maybe tinker a way to put it back together, like scrounge pieces together and see... like. See if I can find like an arm joint that kind of like moves together, or a leg joint that moves together. Yeah, you can definitely grab you know a fair a fair amount of stuff from here. Taking the whole thing would be would be an endeavor because it's there's a lot of a lot of tools here. Um, But definitely grabbing the chunks of the armor that look valuable. You think that maybe with some time you could probably develop something from this. Maybe a you know either to copy it or to to kind of take your own spin off of it. But definitely interesting mechanical pieces on okay. this desk if you want to write that down uh uh so what would you call it like what kind of armor i would call it arcane armor Artific- artificer armor or it, it's a it's specifically a wizard's armor i, I would call it an arcane armor okay. um where where you work with more Fine mechanical stuff powered by aura. This is powered by magic itself. So, 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 yeah, much more arcane in that, in that regard. Um, but beyond that, I would say that's that's the extent of what you find in this room. Looks like yeah, two people lived here, uh, oversaw the um, divination tower, and wrote back to the mages with that. So when you say that. The divination tower, is that where we stopped on the way to the Tower of Chaos, or are we in it? It sounds like it's referring to this as the divination tower. Okay, and so there's like the hub is the 
the actual mage's tower yeah the mage's tower itself uh had always eluded the the army that's um, right until okay. the end of the war it seems i'm going to pull out my forgery kit and examine uh the writing uh in the book um and try and match the writing that was written about the uh the movements and stuff mm -hmm. and i'm gonna write in the book um we have retaken the tower what are your orders all right give me a forgery check wow you know a great idea a simple hello with a question mark would work too and Riff wants to be taking notes like on anything she sees in the books as far as like movements and stuff like that, just so she doesn't know if we, like we can study them later. And she's kind of like trying to piece this whole outlandish post world together. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, for sure. And and the books, you know, it looks like you can you could take those with you if you'd like. If you want to write any of those those items down, those books aren't tied to the tower okay. for any I'll reason. I'll wait till everyone's done and then I'll throw them in my bag. Yeah, perfect. Twenty four. 24 mm. uh yeah no you you do uh you, you've got some handwriting that is very similar to whoever wrote in this um it does look like there was two different uh handwritings that were sent off uh and one handwriting that would would respond so whoever the two dude what if it was you in. but you had had your memory wiped and shit <laughs> or you went in a time loop oh you've been the villain the entire time <laughs> uh after a moment no response few more minutes pass and no response okay good well scoring hmm. seems like they got the mages let's hope i'm gonna go ahead and pocket that too okay and yeah there's just some you know odd other books in here if you want to throw those in in your in your bags uh if you want to research those later um what do you guys do now? What are y'all doing? Yeah, I'll tell Mr. Ball. I go, we can we can fit all these books in my bag and we can research them like next time we make camp or whatever. Thank you. Um, one other thing uh, before we move from these rooms. Uh, it doesn't seem like a good thing to have all of these troop movements and stuff written down in books. It seems like it could be a major hindrance to uh, uh, the armies and whatnot. Uh, story, you can make a bonfire, right? Absolutely, I can. I think we should burn these. I mean, aren't those the books I just wanted to put in my bag? Oh, I'm talking about the troop movements, the cataloged inventory that was in. Oh, yeah, those uh, are books that I books. definitely are the ones I was talking about putting in my bag. I think they should be destroyed. I think we should do that and we should learn from them because that may help us later on. In case something wants to try to attack us, or that is a good point, yeah, because also we might be able to figure out exactly what they are capable of gleaning, where the blind spots are, as and there might were. be like a pinpoint thing. Maybe we can kind of see like where they are coming from, centrally located. It's like looking at the CCTV cameras, like from the monitors, you can kind of figure out where they're placed. This security card knows. Come to me for all your security flaw needs. <laughs> so Scory's still holding a little ball of flame in his hand. So I'm gonna hold him close to my chest and be like, uh uh. Yeah, I think we should wait, Scory. Okay. My mistake. <laughs> I think it's a reasonable thing. Though. We could always destroy him later, you know? I, yeah. I would like to take a closer look at the bed, see mm -hmm. does it 
show any recent use or is there anything hiding underneath me Boom. give me another <laughs> investigation check you got bored and decided to play peekaboo <laughs> <laughs> old dad ret coming out in the game oh, uh, your advantage wow. lasts for an hour so, oh yeah. thank goodness okay <laughs> much better okay uh natural 20 plus two hey holy moly that's not caleb bad. with the hot rolls yeah <laughs> yeah okay yeah um searching through the uh, bed next to the desk the one kind of away from the um artificer station um you look through uh, the beds themselves haven't been used in in a couple weeks um it seems uh kind of pulling up the mattress and looking through uh you kind of set it back down and you hear an odd sound when you set it down down like you know not mattress hitting wood but like maybe leather hitting wood and you kind of pull the sheet apart and there's there's like a small book in there and you kind of cut that open and you find this little book and it is a collection of of children's stories from Usama And you open and you open up the kind of first page to take a look, and it doesn't really mean anything to you, but it's signed by. Uh, it says High King Henrik. I'm writing a lot of weed to my yeah. good friend from High King Henrik. Yes. Wow. Um, I am going to pocket it um and i'm not really trying to hide it so if anybody's paying attention to it'd be pretty obvious yeah. you cutting a book out yeah, of the mattress yeah. for sure <laughs> okay so uh very cool and um i just rifle through the, the compartment where i tore this book out to see if there's anything else and then yeah ser searching through it's just soft material in there bedding um yeah. but it doesn't uh, like this was intentionally hidden in there okay and uh one last check of the other bed in the same spot you know just just yeah you case. flip that one over pat it down flip it over again nothing on that one okay um and then i'll rejoin whoever's around and i'll say hey have any of you heard of a high king hendrick before and i should ask the dm is that a familiar name to me uh, if you want to make a history check, you can. But I would okay. say, Wolf, you do know that High King Henrik is the ruler of Usama. That's High awesome. King Henrik, first of his name, 11th ruler of Usama. Oh, uh, yeah, I know who that. Yeah, I, I know who that is. Interesting. Um, was he a fan of children? Or uh, yeah, uh. <laughs> he, he loved kids. Yeah, big, big kid fan. Okay. We always uh, had, a, I had a bunch around them. Hmm. <laughs> we had a whole. Is, is this becoming children? Is this canon? Like, <laughs> this is what everything... we're saying. <laughs> um, wow. DM was quick to separate himself from that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mr. Wolf, is this the king that like sent you out into the war and that sort of stuff? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, That's pretty cool. Know. I'm wondering if our new new friend, uh, Lorian, uh, maybe he had a child and maybe the 
King knows him. That's interesting. But um, like, didn't Flo die long, long time ago? Um, he's they didn't know. He's very old. I mean, King Heinrich is first of his name. So it's King Hendrick. Hendrick is first of his name. So it's not likely that you know he's writing to Flo's kids. I mean, I guess maybe Flo died recently, but I feel as though that is not true. I'm gaining the impression that uh, perhaps this person trapped below might be his wife. Maybe Let's go check that out. Up, bringing up a child or bringing this book to her might help her not mm, be evil. Yeah, that's yes. a great idea. An imprisoned wife, a classic trap. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we doing? That's why I'm not married. <laughs> <laughs> the third week of military school. Uh, yeah. Look, you yeah. guys want to go uh, down that center stairway or the one by where Arthur was snooping around? I kind Wasn't... of leaning towards that one, but open till. Yeah, whatever. was there anything in there, Alex? On that anything? other side, the left side? Uh, so Arthur uh, kind of was listening down. Um, the it hall didn't hear much water. dripping. Uh, uh, and then just some journals kind of strewn across the desk uh, in that small room. You said they were blank, correct? Yeah. Can I can I grab a couple? I have a theory, um, Mr. Ball. Uh, I'm grabbing these journals because I have a theory that possible when when we get shifted back to the our normal plane, there's a potential that there could be writing on these notebooks. You know what I mean? Kind of an invisible ink situation. I don't know. And at the moment, you are in the material plane. The ethereal, oh, you're only in for it already 60 clicked. seconds. Okay. You yeah. could draw it in the other plane, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll just pocket a couple. Okay. I don't need any Easy enough to, to do, do yeah. yeah. So down the left stairs, everyone. Let's do it. Let's go. All right. Begin heading Chuck's down at the, the stair. Ready. Chuck's at the ready. Uh, heading down the stairs, um, and they kind of spiral down. They're a compact stair, uh, and they they go they go down, and then they kind of go south for a bit, and then start going down further. Uh, you have to provide your own light here, and as as you kind of are are going down, you're hearing why it's dripping, where, where that dripping is coming from, and just the the ceiling of this this uh, staircase just kind of is wet and just drips a little bit of water onto the the surface that gets less and less so the further down you get. Um, but it takes you a few minutes to keep, to, to go down. Uh, and as you do... It's the ground floor, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you end up in a small chamber over here. There's a wall to your left and a small crystal uh, in an alcove, similar to the ones before. Yeah, it came all this way. I mean, we'll touch it. <laughs> touch the crystal, you enter into the ethereal realm, and the wall in front of you disappears. May we'll touch it. <laughs> yeah, I'll go through, and I'll remind Scory to look at the book. Mm, yeah, I do that. Oh, the tree's back. Right. 
Any any hidden writing in those notebooks? Uh, not from the ethereal realm, but if you want to give me an investigation check. Yes, Ooh. please. Last an hour. Still have advantage. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Okay. Uh, 15 total. 15 total. Hold on. There we go. Uh, 15. Uh, you notice that there is indeed some sort of illusionary script in this. Ooh. Pulling it out, it doesn't make any sense. It's written in common. Um, the words don't make full sentences. Uh, taking a look at it, and I would say probably, you know, somebody with a higher intelligence might might offhand know that this is uh, a code. Okay. This is like a mathematical code. Uh, hmm, to, sorry, that looks to like a code. <laughs> <laughs> with my high intelligence. That's, yeah. How are you at cracking codes? You want to take a look? I've cracked one or two in my day. All right. Yeah, Can if I... you want to spend some time, probably, you know, at least an hour, you might be able to decipher something. I'll go ahead. And, well, if everyone was okay with waiting for a little while, this is kind of interesting, I think. Um, I might want to cast... Uh, uh, oh, what is that? Where you know what the book is? Or the magic is identify identify might want to cast identify and and use that as well as uh my skills at uh deciphering some code watch out are we okay with waiting for a good 10 minutes plus i'm cool with it yeah why not i use a little rest a little kickback a little city poo <laughs> all right an hour <laughs> So that counts as a short rest, right? You guys spending an hour here? Sounds like it. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah. cool. I'll get some spell slots back. Hey. All right. Let's see. Uh, so this this is the west chamber that you guys hadn't entered before on the um, uh, main floor, that first floor. Uh, you notice. Do, do, do. Let's see here. Yeah. Uh, you you find what is basically a library for the notes uh, the, of the, the recorded activities in this area. So you're seeing a lot more of those journals um, that go over troop movements. Uh, you, you've already seen a few already, so you know what their spines look like. You see the bookcases here and you notice it is full of them this is a dusty place it looks like this is where they kept their records hmm. um, but you guys spend an hour uh, go ahead and take your short rest uh, regain hit points if you need to spell slot whatever comes back on a short rest and ball uh, during that time you're kind of going over and, and trying to crack this code uh, go ahead and give me a investigation check um, well I still have my enhance ability Sure. This will be, yeah, the, the, the final one for that. And can I give him guidance? Please. Sure. Boom. <clears throat> I want to be hanging out with Mr. Ball. If he's investigating all this stuff, I mean, I've made sure that he put, I, I, I he didn't burn all the books and shit. So, like, I want to be. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a few a few tables in this room just where, you know, stuff has been set up. Uh, you kind of start putting some of your notes uh, 
out and going over them while you take this, this rest and cool. balls going over kind of like matching words and phrases to to different codes while you guys are sitting in here 18 18 And I assume I just got divination off the book. Um, do, doing an identify spell will give you uh, it's illusory script is what the spell is that's affecting the object. Um, so yeah, illusion magic is is definitely what's going on here. But as a second mode of of keeping things secret, it is, it is encrypted as well. Um, but you're able to do with that unlock at least a little bit of it um it's not extensive there's not a lot uh to it but it's it's kind of a back and forth there's those and you notice that it's the same handwriting as the messages that were coming from this place nice so there's a line in there you know from one of them and then the other let me actually go to my notes that are back up there and if it helps any farther or whatever, I'll use my researcher feet. Since we're in this library slash scriptatorium slash university, uh, I can, you know, aid Yeah, actually in... go ahead and give me an investigation check as well. Yeah, no problem. And uh, during that short rest, I would have been reading um, that children's book. Okay. Uh, from King Hadrick. Henrik. Henrik, Henrik. And Alex, just so you know, as far as uh, uh, this thing is uh, descriptive in my sheet, uh, unearthing the deepest secrets of the multiverse can require an adventure or even a whole campaign. And I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> but uh, investigation, you said? Yeah, yeah, go ahead and give me That's an investigation. Uh, it'll be 19. 19. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, you guys are kind of after after going through this whole tower, sitting down and trying to distill all this knowledge that you've gotten from here. Um, do do. Let's see. Ball. Uh, some of the stuff that you pull out of this is these two people have been planning something. You're not sure exactly what they they kind of skirt around the subject, but the plan is in motion is something that, that's being pulled up. Um, you know, we need to make sure and grab this item before we can do this next task. Uh, towards the end of their writings, some things kind of grab your attention. And there is directives that one of these people is going to grab an item and make sure that it is away from the mages. The other one is going to destroy the jars in this tower so that the mages have to use their last resort. Mm. And I've got one of the jars, baby. <laughs> um, I'll just go ahead and take notes of the code and uh, what I discern from the book mm -hmm. um, and just kind of like jot those down real quick and uh, slide them into the book and I'll give them back to Scory and let him know what I found. Okay. Do right, theory, and as you're going through the notes, kind of going over some of the troop movements, um, and and looking at you know some of the some of the objects you found, like that map 
tool, that sand, that kind of dust map tool mm-hmm. that Ball had found earlier. Um, I would say you get a sense that the mages are using some sort of arcane magic, arcane technology. Technology, interesting. That they don't have a full grasp on. Mm. There's a lot of notes and stuff, uh, you know, kind of in the margins of of some of these troop movements, you know, making sure that the crafters are sending the right supplies to the mages. Some things is to to work technology that it, it keeps kind of referencing um, liquids and metals that they need that other people are, are bringing to them. And so they try and make sure that the troop movements are steered clear of those supply routes. Uh, you can get a sense that wherever the, the main mages tower is, is deeper west and most likely inside of or on top of a mountain. One of the mountains that is in the center of this desert. If that fucking mages tower is that bouncing rock, I'm going to be so goddamn angry. <laughs> that that was towards the east, so you know, oh, no worries about that. Yes. So you you, you kind of you're making a small map and like you're like bouncing rock over here. We're here. Yeah, I'll, I'll copy that information mages. down and yeah, definitely be but, trying to like uh, Indiana Jones. Uh, you like do like the the Grail notebook type of thing, you know putting in all my clues uh, the mm-hmm. 30 Indiana Jones where, where uh, Sean Connery ships him like the the leather bound notebook with all the clues to get to the grail I'm gotcha. making my own grail notebook but then uh the second that I've got my notes down I'm going to run up on Mr. Ball and I'm going to like scurry up his back and sit down on his shoulder and put my notebook and, like in front of his face and, like look at uh, the the book that I was like look this is everything it said uh they're using arcane technology that they don't have a full grasp on and there's like see all these notes in these margins these crafters they're sending the right supplies to the mages there's liquids and there's metals is that the same type of stuff that we're looking for tell me tell me tell me tell me tell me look at the book hold the book i'm tired of holding the book i'll take the book all right (laughs) i'll just kind of like scan through it and uh just kind of get the information moreover if uh this is definitely interesting there's is a technology uh, that my people might be really interested in that they're taking advantage of. Oh, you know who else? Hold on, Mr. Ball. And then I'm going to jump off and I'm going to run over to Mr. Ball and jump on, uh, like, try to, like, scurry up him and, and, like, tell him the same stuff. I was like, did you know anything about that, like, when you were in the war fields or anything like that? Like, you saw, like, them, like, gassing up the the robots type with magic stuff. Would he have seen that? Uh, mainly, Wolf, you would you would know the the War Forge was the technology you would see. Oh, you're talking to me because you said Mr. Ball. Oh, sorry, Mr. Mr. Wolf. I screw up the uh, other my other big pal. You said I I would know this. Uh, you would know that the War Forge was kind of the only technology you'd see of the mages. Oh, beyond that, all of their all of their kind of technology and magic would be obscured. <sighs> all I saw was my friends dying in there. Bellies split open and right. their heads weeping with <laughs> blood. I'm going to put my arm around his neck and sit down on his shoulder. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I don't need comfort. Okay. I'm go I, I need vengeance. Put on my head and, and pray to my God. So was, was there a liquid in that like cast thing that we found upstairs? There was like a liquid in that, right? 
Well, there was that pool that like we could like see the future in, but the the jar the jar had liquid in it as well as some sort of device on top. I wonder if those jaws are perhaps the liquid that they're using to maybe control the Warforge or power the Warforge Mm. or whatever this other technology is. Taking a look through the notes that Riff kind of put together for you, their you know Holy Grail uh, notes that they've they've put um the the liquid in the jars is most likely for some high level necromancy spell Ooh. not something that they would get mass produced from some somewhere else or use in the riff in would regard. be very interested in that yeah if if she knows that's what it is she would be very interested if she knew it was necromancy yeah um yeah those jars were were a way of extending life uh, only one of them was was intact the rest you know destroyed and the the contents lost um but but ball going over some of this these notes um there are similarities to aura in the need for metals and this odd association with this liquid and you wonder if that liquid you found that bottle of kind of silvery opalescent material is the same have I found any? Have I found any of those kinds of metals, like an unusual metals? Have, have I stumbled upon anything like that? You haven't, no. Okay. Hmm. Well, folks, let's keep an eye out for unusual metals. My my blacksmithing skills might come in handy. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, um, I guess we continue downstairs. You're at the first floor. Oh. Well, then where's so, the thing that we had to western find? Western hallway. Yeah, so apparently this is not the way to go. Well, we can still go back upstairs, I yeah. believe. Um, so can we touch whatever crystal to go back up? So yeah, touching that crystal there, you get shunted off over to the ethereal. The door to the south opens, and you can walk up the stairs again. Cool. Yeah, let's go up there and then go to the center of stairs. All right. So you go up to the top of the tower. Or it's another few minutes to climb. Uh, I just had an idea. Mm. Uh, the the scrying orb. Uh, I wonder if we use some of this aura liquid, if it'll loosen it from its uh, like table. Mm. Perhaps then we could pull it off. We could try that on our way out. Okay, I just wanted to... Give that to the rest of the group, so hopefully I don't forget either. <laughs> That's a good idea, then, Mister Ball. All right, so you're heading up to the top and then back down those other stairs. Yeah. Yes, sir. So yeah, it's a it's a slog to get back up. It's a little wet, but no trouble uh, getting there. Uh, you go down the central stairs, and as you go down, at least. Oh, probably about 30 feet. Uh, you slowly enter into a familiar area. This transition comes and the color drops from this area. Is it the statue room? Ooh. You're still in the staircase, but the it seems this uh, stairway descends in. And as it descends, you enter into the ethereal plane again. Oh. But like not the other a, hallway a crystal that's doing this not some sort of magic that's doing this it's it's part of this hallway um like the other one where it was like the waiting room for that creature or whatever yeah well and you is uh 
Go ahead and descend down, and you end up in an odd place. Let me go ahead. Send that over. This looks like the hallway that we were in that had like the statues and stuff. The yeah. damsel is behind these statues somewhere. It, you know, it's about that level down. Um, you'll soon find out that it is that it is the same. Uh, level that you found before but here you got a river of dicks <laughs> let's see let's see you're you're coming down I'm trying to I'll move all of them it's correctly. a spaceship, it's a spaceship. <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> yes, my bad. looks like a paintbrush it's a nipple god dang it Real all area. I see is dick there we go uh, as you extend, you come down, and there's a door that's kind of been busted open, and um, the hallway in front of you, you see this large crystal glass barrier, like you did upstairs, with a pool on the inside. And in that pool, you you see this black and white, uh, just grass that's just growing and as it grows it gets too big and falls down and dies and withers and at the center of that is this kind of pulsating odd energy that's connected to the base and the ceiling and it looks like in in different areas it's this this odd energy that just connects and it looks like a tree and its branches jutting into the tower itself and there's no face to it. It's not a creature, but you, this this amorphous blob kind of moves to see all of you, mm. and this face-like thing just kind of turns and is is looking inquisitive and agitated. Show show the book. Score. Show show the show the children's book. Okay. Uh, I pull it out and open up to a random uh, part and just hold it. Hold it out. Is it clearly something about coinness and friendship and things like that? And if I rem- if, if I remember any of the passages from reading it, um, I would try to spit those out. Okay. So yeah, you kind of uh, kind of like get your you get yourself in front of the in front of the doorway there, and are opening up this book to show show this thing, and it, it the center of it twists again. And, and you see kind of like some red energy at the center of it kind of pulse and then go through one of the branches in a flash. Uh-oh. And it kind of impacts the uh, stone there and just kind of shakes this whole place a little bit. Um, Scory, what did you do? Try another page, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I... <laughs> Whoopsie! I'll just turn this way. <laughs> yeah. Not a fan of the prologue, eh? <laughs> um, I'll I'll flip to another story, and I guess try it again. Uh, yeah. Ball suggestion. Yeah. There were three little yeah. bears. Because <laughs> yeah. Ball is really intelligent, I guess, and I'm not. So. I guess. <laughs> Uh, you flip, you flip the page and kind of hold it up, and not sure which way to, to point it. And uh, as you kind of point it towards this this mass of, of kind of 
spiritual tree energy. Uh, it, it, another kind of red flash goes off and shakes this thing, and and you hear this just kind of dull sound beyond the glass, just a. It it might be trying to escape, maybe. That's I've... that's what I'm thinking. The flashes are. It's it's trying to escape. I think it's some sort of powered alarm or something like that, and it's counting down. Every time we get it cranky, it's gonna. Well, then I believe we should probably kill it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Wolf. Maybe we should just let it on out of here and uh, see what happens. So, and, so what's and over here? It. This, this is as far down as we can go on those stairs. This is where the stairs lead to, yeah. Okay. So do we want to just pass this thing on by and maybe try to get to our end destination? Because this apparently isn't it. Well, what if it is it and we're just in the wrong plane? I'm sorry, what? What if it is it and we're just in the wrong plane? All they need are stones nearby? That's what I... Like, I'm looking over here and, like, I kind of want to know what's over here. If that thing can't get to us, maybe we should take a peek while we got Oh, What if I'm I ran tr- upstairs and did like something with one of the stones and see if it like it got rid of the glass window like it did in the place where me and Mr. Ball were mm-hmm. and before we kicked that wizard's butt without you guys? But I Mr. don't know Ball. that we want to release this thing mm. in case that does drop the glass. Um, can I, I think we want to release everything in here, Scorn. It's, it's clearly things have been trapped here that don't belong. That's a good point. You need to be free. That's a good point. Um, can I rush to right here and just peek? Yeah. Yeah, you kind of make it out there and, and, and take a look. Um, and you see a similar hallway. If I can get my dang old thing to do what it's supposed to. Uh, similar hallway to the one on the on the right. Uh, looks mm-hmm. like this one is is about the same. And kind of as you, as you peer into it, you see that it is colored. Hmm. That that it it has so color that's that it's not the... within the ethereal. Okay. But as you pass by it, this Uh-oh. kind of twisted center of this thing kind of looks at you, and I need you to go ahead and roll me a d4. Hey. Oh no. Hey. Two. Two. <laughs> Shit. You're back, baby. <laughs> you see this this twisting just kind of tighten, and it twists and twists and twists, and the whole thing kind of tightens with it, pulling the branches closer, and then and then comes out, and you you see this kind of dark wave just pass over you, and this chill down the back of your neck. Uh, I need you to go ahead and make me a wisdom saving throw. Oh my. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, that's an eight. And eight, you are frightened by this thing. This thing is terrifying. Uh, you you look back at it, and it is just the you know any horrors you can imagine. That is what's in there, mm. not not what you're seeing. Um, and you you all feel this thing shake, and the the crystal shakes with it, and lets off this kind of odd sound. And then that dull sound behind the glass as well is just. Uh, what are you all doing as this is happening? Did another arm shoot out from it? Did you say like another glowing arm? No, it looks like it, it kind of built up some energy inside of it. And then that released off into you. You kind of, you kind of see Scory going off to the left there. And then some, something kind of come off of this, this dark, this, this kind of shadow 
come from this thing pass through the glass into into scory and scory lets out a frightful noise i would probably even try to button hook around that corner and hide probably okay not really caring about traps or anything Mm -hmm. if i see scory kind of bolts and do a fearful yelp uh, i would come after him all right. I would as well, especially if I saw the shadow stuff. I'd use my bonus action, engage shadow chucks, and immediately try to like hit the 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 tendril if it's still like trying to follow him or whatever. Because I'm the queen of the shadows. Uh, looks like yeah, it was some sort of uh, like an a, an energy that that went out and inhabited Scory. So there's uh-huh. nothing still there. Um, then I hit but... Scory in the head. <laughs> <laughs> out, I'm you devil beast! Darkness. Damn you! <laughs> Uh, Arthur and Wolf. Uh, I do want to do something else if I can't get to Scory. Well, okay. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll see what Arthur and Wolf's doing, and then we'll go we'll go over there just kind of figure out how that's going to play out. Yeah, I kind of saw this thing, and I kind of see it shooting stuff and shaking the tower, and I definitely am not just rushing out there. I'm probably just like, yeah, posted up, kind of peeking through the door, kind of get ready to light it up. If mm-hmm. if need be. Perfect. And Wolf? Uh yeah, I see the energy wave uh pulsate from it and I go, uh, see, I told you we should have just killed it. And I'm gonna try to attack the glass. All right. <laughs> um ball and scory, go ahead and give me an athletics check uh to see if if you can kind of grab scory ball. Uh eleven. 10 10 so yeah you can at least keep him there what 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 were you wanting to do once you get out there and grab him uh cast heroism for him and me we can't be frightened and we get both get temporary hit points equal to four Whoa. all right hey so awesome. yeah scory you you kind of are are terrified oh. of this thing and and you're thinking of, of rushing off into this hallway uh but you see you see kind of ball and lock eyes and and that fear just fades away as you both feel heroic uh, wolf you. go ahead and give me a strength check we do gain temporary hit points every turn equal to four yeah cool awesome uh, that's a non-natural 20 hell yeah nice uh yeah you come up and you smash this thing like you did the one above uh it just it just crumbles and opens up uh and that dull sound you were hearing before you find was muffled by this and you just hear this high pitched screaming agony sound that just emanates from this interior chamber and you all immediately realize that whatever is in here is in a lot of pain mm. and is angry it and, sounds like it's hurting yeah uh and i'm gonna have everyone roll initiative on that because this thing <laughs> is pissed oh nice nice we're starting around uh let's get balls initiative nine nine and scory 19 19 arthur what's your total there 23. 23. Rifirian. Seven. Seven. Wolf. Five. Five. Oh, fuck, man. Well, yeah, I mean, you kind of went first in a way with the smashing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Leave the heavy hitters for the end. I get it. Clean, Wolf's on cleanup crew. 
<laughs> We're the Bash Brothers. He's the Dash Brothers. Hmm. Can't all be bangers. <laughs> or any of them. Hello? Yeah. In fact, rarely <laughs> are they. <laughs> Shut up, this Caleb. Is... You're the least funny one here. Hey. I, at least I know my place. That's okay. Oh wow! I'm I'm not the least funny. That's that's a surprise to me. I'm, I'm glad I could I could help you feel better about yourself, Milo. Uh, Thanks, Caleb. Right. This thing is is going last. It is not very dexterous and load very low. Um, let's go ahead and start this off because you you get the sensation that this thing is out to kill. Arthur, you are up first. This uh, sound is emanating from this thing, and you see the glass is broken in front of you. Yeah, first things first. Oh, yeah, uh -oh. let me go ahead and add it to the map. Hmm. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> oh. There we go. First things first, his Bobo getting hexed. All right. That's what's up. Second thing is Bobo getting Eldritch blasted. Uh, oh, that's a nine total. Nine damage? Uh, nine to hit with. Oh, nine to hit. Which I take as a miss. That's so. going to be a miss. And I'm going to use my second one. That is a. 18. 18 hits. Yes. <laughs> uh, and that is seven force damage plus three necrotic damage. Hey. Three necrotic. All right. That's pretty great. And you're staying where you are. You like that spot? You got I a like little, the spot. You got kind of half cover right there. Sweet. Uh, Scory, you are up next. No longer frightened. You hear the cries of this monstrous thing. And you gain four, tempor four more temporary hit points. Yeah. Awesome. Um, the, they won't stack, so you only, only yeah. have four. Gotcha. Um, they don't stack. I am actually going to do something weird um mr wolf was the one that busted through this thing and he's kind of at the front lines right now so i'm gonna run up behind him um and just uh give him a slap on the shoulder and says good luck in there uh, <laughs> and cast guidance on him okay um and then i will draw my scimitar and stand in a pose ready to do my next thing when it's my turn again all right Ball, you're up next. Uh, is the glass broken at all? Yes. So, yeah, Wolf just broke it and and with that released the true sound of yeah. the, the thing inside. All right, Chain, let's go. I'm going to rush in the room and punch him. All right. You rush punch. on in. Chain with you. I rolled a natural one. Hey! Ooh. Ooh. Uh, yeah, there's a little bit of water and, and kind of this this odd grass that's growing and dying. And as you, you kind of step through it, uh, it, it 
tangles in your in your leg and you you kind of fall down and have to right yourself not able to take an action and attack this thing so no second attack uh you can go ahead and make the second attack that's okay yeah uh that's gonna be 24 that'll hit Uh, that's going to be nine bludgeoning damage with my magical fist. Perfect. Um, and with my bonus, I'm going to go ahead and instruct Chain to, uh, if he can flank with me, ideally flank with me, um, and attack him. There's not a lot, there's not room behind this thing. It's kind of taking up that whole chamber. Okay. Uh, if you uh, get on the, uh, I would say the opposite side and kind of get here and here, and you guys are, are flanking in that way, but probably won't be able to let anyone else do, but you and you and Chain will be able to. Okay, I'll keep him next to me so that he can uh, try to bounce an attack. Okay. Have it like I had before. Yeah. All right. That's going to be 16. 16 to hit? Yeah. For chain? For chain. Yes. Uh, yes, does it does hit. Yes. And force damage. And that will be everything I can do. All right, Rhyferian, you are up next. All right. All right. This silly son of a gun. Um, since I activated Shadow Chucks earlier to no avail. Unless, unless you don't want to make that as a as a thing. Um, I mean, you would still have them up. Okay. I For just, sure, because it just, lasts uh, at least a minute, so I, that hasn't passed yet. Yeah, I, I just wanted to make sure that was okay that I activated it then. Because, oh yeah, that's uh, yeah, then that I will. A- I will do two shadow chucks attacks. Each chuck, one piercing, one uh, bludgeoning. And where do you want to do that from? Do you want to be kind of where you are now? Do you want to get in closer? One, two. Well, it goes up to sixty feet, so. I would move as close as I need to. If I don't need to, then I don't. But if I need to move in like a square or two, just to make sure. Yeah, no, you can keep you can keep right against the wall there and, and attack from there. Okay. I yeah. 10, then 15, I just 20, like I'm playing the Wii by myself. I'm just. Yeah. Hey. That's a 19 plus 6, so a 25, and a 13 plus 6, so a 19. Those both hit. Dope. So that's a 2d8 psychic damage to this mug. And that's 7 and 6, so 13 psychic damage to this. Play on my chucks. I send out their 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 shadowy essence, and I go take this. Yaha! <laughs> shadow chucks, motherfucker. All right. And that was for that was for the shadow chucks damage, and then the other one is the regular chucks. Oh, do I get both? Well, that's why you made two attacks, right? Oh, they're not they're not they're not put together. So yeah, the first one hit and the second one hit. So the first one, perfect. Then thirteen psychic damage, and the other one. Well, I think the other one wouldn't be ranged, right? If it's just the regular stuff, so it'd be either like throwing a dagger or something like that. Hmm. 
I was playing the, that wrong then. Okay. The chucks shouldn't be a yeah. The, I know the shadow chucks are, but regular chucks. Are I thought melee. they both engaged. I could engage two weapons through dual weapon uh, weapon yielding, but yeah. So you can, but the second one doesn't have a ranged option. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So the reg, gotcha, gotcha. yeah, the regular chucks are uh, are a melee weapon. Then I only do the other one, and then I flourish them in my left hand. I'm like, you don't want to get any closer, bud. All right, perfect. See all my skills. Uh, Wolf, you were up after that. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, <laughs> uh, can I? I, I want to run right up next to it, and I'm gonna attack it. All right, you coming straight after this thing? Getting right in there, right, right in the mix. Okay, I'm gonna reckless attack, and uh, use do my great weapon master, take a negative five. Um, so. Yep, yep, you get it. Oh, I'm going to rage. I'm going to rage first. That's probably a good idea. There. Whew. That's a close one, Dad. Close call. <laughs> Wolf, oh, you just you. ain't feeling it in this fight. I know. You boner. You just got to have a button that says, oh, you rage. Oh, man. I rolled two fives. That's so sad. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to do uh, my extra attack, and I'll just do the same thing. So. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Hey, okay, that one hit. So non-natural 20. Hey. Hey. The 20 total on that one? Yeah, definitely hits on there. Okay, sweet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're going to get it. You're a naughty little creature. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, six, 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 nine. Uh, so um, it's going to take uh, 24 slashing damage. Jeez. And it's gonna take um, eight radiant damage. Hell yeah! What so, a beast! A total of twenty thirty-one damage. Dang. Jeez. So yeah, you well, you come up to this thing and and you know miss and hit the stone with the first uh, strike and then pull up and you carve off like three of these trunks that are connected to the uh, the stone wall above and they just kind of wither and die into ash as you do it. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> that ending your turn, who would like to roll a d4? Uh, I can. Go ahead. I don't know why I said anything. It was stupid. <laughs> Look at my fucking... Uh, yeah, I also got a two. A two. All right, go ahead and give me a wisdom saving throw as this thing emanates this dark force inside right towards you. Okay. And that is a non-natural twenty. <laughs> oh, you you push back the fear as it tries to enter into your into your mind. This thing, you see, kind of odd spectral things trying to trying to terrify you, and you just shake it off. And I um, yell, I, "I don't consent." That's right. That's right. And uh, <laughs> that is the the end of the round. And that is where we are going to leave it for today's episode. Hey. Uh, thank you guys for joining us around our proverbial podcast. I've been your DM, Alex, and with me has been Dash as Wolf. Apparently, Michaels is Raffirian Nightmeadow. Red is Arthur. Caleb is Corey Telburn. And grab your swords and keep on adventuring. Follow us across all platforms with chaotic amateurs. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast.